Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. Today, I want to talk about change and how well we adapt to it. It was just sort of interesting. I've had a couple of things happen in my life and a couple of comments, and I thought, interesting. Let's take a look at that today. So the first points I want to I want to point out is change is really quite important to life. If you are looking for more, expression that you've probably heard many times, if you've always done what you've always, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Now, I'm kind of think that's Jim Rohn, but I could be wrong there. And it's used in a lot of training for self-development to multi-level marketing companies because they're trying to teach people to think outside the box, to, to do something slightly different than what they've always done. So that discipline is, is, you know, kind of pushed in those arenas, but that applies to anything in your life. And quite honestly, I grasped onto it quite quickly in my adulthood because change for me now, whether it just always came this way or I grasped it, I grasped it, realized I wanted it and I made the change psychologically. I, I'm not totally positive. I'm just trying to think back to when I was a kid, you know, and a teenager. Did I do well with change? Probably not, actually. I liked things the same. So it was definitely something that I learned. So it's something that you can attain and you can achieve. I truly believe that. Now, is it easy? No. But as I've gotten older, I realize that I enjoy change. I, I'm actually right to, to be kind of silly. Uh, I love to change his furniture around on a regular basis. <laughs> drives my husband crazy. Heaven forbid he come, you know, leaves in the in the light and comes home in the dark because he's going to walk into something in our living room. But uh, I love change. I like to move things around. I like to make things more efficient. Try a different way. I am definitely not a stuck stick in your rut kind of person. Now, what was interesting this past weekend was one of my very best friends was down visiting. And Beerta made the comments. She says, Shelly, you podcasted about this not too long ago. She's a, a regular listener of mine, which I really appreciate and gives me great feedback. And she said, but you do it so easily. You just look at something, you decide that's not working and you, and you just change it. And I'm thinking, what's her point? <laughs> and she looked at me, she said, the rest of us aren't like that. We don't adapt to change easy like that. And I thought, ah, Okay, so maybe I need to back this up for my listeners a little bit then and let's talk about the mentality behind it, the acceptance. So if that's the saying and you have to think about what you want in your life, are you looking for something different? Because if you are, change has got to come and if it has to come, then you've got to find ways to, to make it happen even if it's little tiny changes. I heard a cute uh, saying in a TV show that I watch all the time. It says, you don't, to, you don't have to make, how, does, how, did they, how did she say it? You don't have to take big steps towards change as long as you are walking in the right direction. It was something close to that. I watch a lot of the Marvel stuff and uh, it was just an expression that someone used on the show. And I just thought that is so true. Life may be short at times, but the other half of that is actually the path is long and it's about being consistent and not thinking that 
you're going to get it 100% right. There's no self, you know, such thing as perfection. I talk about that all the time. And little changes are all that we're asking for. So when Beer to made the comment to me, she says, well, you find that so easy, but other people don't. I thought, ah, perhaps I'm being too broad stroked and expecting too much with my listen, my, my, from my listeners and thinking, you know, am I overwhelming them? But at the same token, I was able to recognize the fact that when it comes to nutritional coaching and that sort of stuff in my life, I'm very much about the baby steps. I do not want clients coming to me and thinking that they're going to end up at, you know, at the end of the alphabet here, we're going from, you know, A to Z, we're not, we're going from A to B, okay? Uh, I'm not looking for perfection. I am definitely not the coach you come to if you all of a sudden have woken up this morning and have decided to be no animal protein, vegan, save the planet, completely pesticide free, no additives to your food. Like if you have zero tolerance at all from yesterday to today, I'm not your person. So although I find change quite easy in some, a lot of aspects, and I'm going to tell a quick story about something right now that I'm not finding easy, and hopefully that might help you a little bit. And when I say help, I want you to accept. That's really all a lot of my podcast is about. The mental acceptance of small changes. Because if you can't accept things mentally, you can't make things happen physically in your life. The change won't follow through. It's got to start with the decision. I talk about this so much, and I know maybe I'm hammering this point home right now. It starts in your mind. And that's why I'm in love with that expression, it's all in your head. I'm like, yes, please let's celebrate the placebo effect or anything along those lines when the non-believers and the critics and the skeptics, it is all in your mind. <laughs> it absolutely is. So the, the, the place we want to start here is the decision then it's walking in the right direction. It does not matter if you trip off the path, if you fall on your face, it does not matter. If you take a detour, as long as the long term, the long project, the end of the line is heading in a direction that you have decided to go, not life dragging you along with it without any of your say, decisions that you are making in your life, okay? So for me, Here's a mistake I made just in the last two weeks of my life. I have fibromyalgia and someone introduced a book to me called What Your Doctor May Not Tell You. Now, this doctor is out of California and I know I'm talking about medical stuff, guys, but this is sort of just happens to be related to where my change was coming into effect. Now, I'm a celiac. I discovered that, you know, oh, in my mid to late 20s. Unfortunately, it was discovered way later to, to not save me from a lot of suffering. But I also have a very huge sensitivity to caffeine, almost like an allergy. It's just, it's just easier for me to tell people I'm allergic. I discovered that at 16. So probably very clear to what Beerta was saying about my personality. She says, well, you, you knew that, you just, and you just changed. It's like, okay, well, this is, this is the hand I've been dealt and I, and I just adapted. And I do tend to adapt very, very well. But there are times when I fight change or I get overwhelmed and that's today's story. And I'm sorry that it's kind of relating to my illness again. I know I've spoken a lot about that lately, but it just happens to be where my journey is right now. This doctor talks about a protocol that he discovered, you know, 40 years ago and they feel his discovery was their understanding is that we actually have a genetic defect. A little bit like people with gout that hang on to uric acid, we hang on to phosphate. And although it 
some people are, you know, they feel we're born with it right out of the gate, but some of us react and don't kind of manifest so much later in life. Perhaps our systems are just stronger in other areas or there's other things going on. But at some point, our bodies finally say we cannot adapt anymore and we break down and hence people get fibromyalgia. That phosphate, which has a calcium equivalent that has to stick to it all the time in your body, starts getting stored all over our bodies because our little tap, our little spigot, doesn't let it loose like it should. Very similar with people with gout and uric acid. What he discovered was that a very simple drug called guafenicin, which is an anti-mucus medicine, if you completely remove salicylates from your life and can control some few other small things and take this drug, we can clear our body of the phosphate, the excess calcium, which is a good thing, by the way, not a bad thing, and get our cells functioning properly. And the reason that we're in so much pain and we have such mental impairment is the brain and our tissues are the most used. So they are where so much of it gets tucked. So that's where we're compromised so heavily right out of the gate with us people that are sick. Well, this is great. I learned, I'm learning this. I'm re- I'm listening to the audiobook, which is not quite the same for me. Now, for instance, for here's a little, little tidbit. Know your learning style. I'm a reader and a highlighter. So I have the ebook with my Audible, which by the way, great Audible. If you don't have an, if you want to learn and you don't have an Audible uh, subscription, there's a one in the U.S. and in Canada now, which is great. It makes the Canadian one a little more cost effective because it's not converting to American dollars at a 30% exchange rate. Uh, that is spectacular. And if you're in a car, why not be listening to something uplifting, changing your mood, expanding your horizons? Like, let's go for it. You know, I'm a big proponent of learning. There is no change without knowledge. So those kind of things go hand in hand for me. Anyways, I listened to the ebook. I ordered it right away. A girlfriend showed it to me and I just thought, oh, I have credits. I ordered it down and I've been listening to it in the car. But a lot of it's technical in some of the chapters and that always doesn't stick first time, especially for me with my memory issues. When I realized that the science was making sense to me and I wanted to truly delve into this modality, I ordered an actual physical book. But being me, who's very impatient and I embrace change, I immediately got on Amazon.ca and ordered the guaifenesin in. You need it clean, you need it in higher dosages, not mixed in with cold medicine. That's kind of one of our deals. Well, all the, I haven't read the whole book and you know, committed it all. So I start on this protocol and I get really sick. It's like, like when I first was diagnosed, I, I've just been a mess for two weeks. Then I start reading and I'm highlighting morning, night, like just before bed, getting up. And I realize there's a whole lot more to this and that my symptoms are going to go on for about eight months. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. Well, it's tax season for me right now. Plus, we're trying to go on vacation. I've got yearly clients that I only do this time of year so they can go get their taxes done. I'm a little overwhelmed. And I have to learn this whole new way of eating to remove salicylates from my diet. They can be in my, and some of them are for me, unfortunately. I found them in two of my skincare products in my house. I found them in one of my supplements. It's like, OMG. So right out of the gate, I'm feeling completely overwhelmed now after a couple of weeks and I'm sick. Well, do you know what? I had to make a decision last night to say, this has got to wait. Uh, now, what you should be doing, do not use my example, you should be going to your doctors and bringing them in on this, which I did. I emailed my naturopath and said, I want to try this. He says, I, I know about it. I'm not, you know, I'm not versed in it. Let me do some research. So together we will do this together. But I jumped the gun. 
It's a typical Shelley problem with my personality. I do understand that I'm incredibly impatient. I don't mind change. So I tend to react to it much quicker than the average person. But I also didn't have all the information. So I've been bringing on symptoms and obviously it's working. Everything they're saying in the book is working. Uh, and the fact that how I'm sick, my face broke out in all these blisters yesterday morning. Kind of started the night before and I went, what is this? Read the next chapter in bed last night. It's a side effect. I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. It's like, okay, I need to get all the information, then make the change. So you know how I sometimes talk about the one, three, five rule. Shelly definitely did a, a rule one. I made a decision here. I figured I could handle the, the simple effect. We're good to go. No, you know what? Charting a protocol like this is definitely probably closer to a five rule thing. I have got to be able to analyze, learn, check out the consequences and map how many things in my life are going to be affected by this change in my regime. There's a huge amount of knowledge I need to gain around the eating and the supplementation and, and skincare and food, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't quite prepared for that. So that's my little story on how, you know, you can rush into change and perhaps not the best choice without all the information. But let's look at the long term there. I still have a long term goal of being better, being well, and I'm going to stay on that path. But it's I need to slow it down, take a little detour for a couple of weeks. I really want to enjoy my vacation. And honestly, right now, I was so sick on the weekends. I was thinking this is not going to be a great time. Plus, I'm going with other people, which puts a drain on me socially. I'm thinking, this is going to be a nightmare. I'm going to be one of those weeks again where I'm in my room sleeping half the time when I'm in Puerto Vallarta in this stunning home that has been gifted to us through a friend. I'm thinking, no, 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 no. And I drank on the weekend and got sick as a dog. So it's like, okay, there's just, we need to take a break here and we need to analyze how we're best going to handle this new process. Now, that being said, other things in my life, I keep a very open mind about and change can happen quite quickly. If I discover, like I did with the water um, situation, I wanted an alkaline ionized water maker, that really wasn't that difficult. I've known I've wanted it for a long time. I believe in the technology. I did huge amounts of research for two or three, two or three weeks, decided on a brand, and then in order to be able to earn a bit of money, share it with other people and pay for my own unit, I decided to become a dealer. So I became a tie dealer. That was probably more of a rule three situation than a rule five, okay? You see, the I hope I'm describing a little bit of a difference there. I had a really strong goal in mind and I met that objective. I had was already kind of over halfway there in the decision-making process, blah, blah, blah. But changing something like a protocol on my health, that is way in the back of the line for way more information, way more consequences. Need, need to do a little more research and think that one through. So there's five, there's three, and then there's just simple things. I may find something that works for me, for instance, uh, a makeup or a new skincare or a new supplement. And if it fits in with the fact that I already have a huge baseline of knowledge, that's a rule one thing. Oh, cool. I'm going to try that. I'm going to incorporate it into my life. Bob's your uncle. Awesome. But some changes require a little more. Now, so back to how I started this, just to kind of recap this and go back a little bit. Most people cannot handle change and most people cannot handle it. I realize now 
at the rate to which I can. But that doesn't mean you can't, and it doesn't mean you can't, quote unquote, change yourself. The thing here I want you to really think about is what change can you make? Again, please, I encourage you, it starts in your mind. You must make a decision. I get very, I got very frustrated for years working with clients that wanted to lose weight because they truly hadn't found their why or made a decision to live a healthier lifestyle and be a better them. Losing weight can sometimes just be a band-aid. I know it, it, you may think, what? No, it's so much better for you. It is, but if you haven't made the decision to maintain it and to change your life, you lose the 30 pounds, it's all back within a year, usually plus five or 10, and you do this again and you do it for 20 years, you completely destroy your metabolism and it's just a yo-yo, you know, just a roller coaster cycle of on again, off again. You need to make a choice that you're going to change your life for reasons beyond vanity, for starters. I keep my weight off because of pain. Really changed when I got sick, okay? Used to keep my weight off, yeah for vanity, for health reasons, but for vanity. I wanted to look great in that outfit. I wanted to lose that five pounds before going to Vegas, that sort of thing. Now, I've really struggled since Christmas because I've gained five pounds. And I'm only five foot four, so five pounds is, you know, it's a dress size on me. Six size, six pounds to size eight. Everything's a little snug. A lot of stuff going on physically and mentally in my life right now, and I'm not going to freak out about it. But I've stopped it. I'm not gaining any more, but I needed to just backtrack here and figure out what was kind of going on because the past year... Nothing I did, I gained weight. I mean, I just did anything I wanted and I couldn't seem to gain weight. So that was a little bit odd. And I recognized that it was odd. In fact, it was so odd that I was wondering if I was sick. Because <laughs> it's like this weight, I just lost weight and then couldn't gain it back. I was like, this is weird. Well, that's that ship has sailed. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on, hormones or whatever, but just know that change happens, okay? And you just kind of have to adapt to it. And I, I just got to adapt to this. But you need to make decisions based on a slightly bigger why and have an end game. If your end game is simply a dress, a vacation, or a reunion, let me tell you right now, that's rule one. Those reasons and those drives aren't even close to strong enough to keeping you on a path long-term. Long-term is your friends know after a year that there's certain things they don't even bring out or put on the table, and if they do, you're completely comfortable just not eating them. They don't have to ask you every time they see you, what are you, what's in or out of your diet? This, you know, what can't you eat? I have the same three things that have been going on forever. Chocolate, chicken, and wheat, okay? I might have a few little things now and then that it's like, nah, I don't feel that right now, but anyone that cooks for me, any of my good friends, they know just, you just don't make those three things, please, because I just, I just won't eat them, period. And I will just eat around them if I have to. I'm not going to make anybody's dinner party a nightmare. It's just, I'll just eat around them. These are the types of things I want you to think about, that you need that longer-term path. So it's not the three steps in front of you. We, I learned when I was younger, and I was an avid mountain biker. And now my godson is. And he will totally understand this, and he will confer with, concur with me. You are never looking at where your bike is. You're looking where your bike is going. Because when you're mountain biking, if you're looking down at where your bike is, your next 10 feet you're bloody. You're off your bike and you've hit something and you're going to be a mess. We kind of did extreme mountain biking. It was sort of our thing. 
what's really sad for me right now, just going to segue, is that my godson is finally a teenager and he's doing this and I can't ride with him. For years he watched his dad and I ride and when he was a little tyke and now I'm sick and can't do these things and it's like, this sucks. Finally have a kid that uh, that's out there doing it and having a great time with it. And that ship is a bit sailed for me. Who knows what it might be like in a year from now if this uh, new protocol works. But anyways, so you're never looking at where you are. You're looking where you're going, okay? Because that's how the body to the brain to the reflexes anticipate your next move. So that you know what you're about to face, okay? I need you to kind of do the same thing in your own life. Think about what's ahead. Think about what your goals are and whether change is something you are choosing to do for the bigger picture. Because if that's the case, you're going to find it a heck of a lot easier. It's no different than finding your why to do anything in life. And usually that expression is reserved for people that are in business and people always talk about, especially again, back in MLM training, discover your why, you know, you'll never make this work without your why. And it's like, so your why needs to be big. It's got to be a big why. Well, you know what? I think that applies pretty much to anything in life if you're looking to change things. Because if you stay on the path that you're on and you're not happy where you are, you're going to end up no place different than where you are. You, you're not going anywhere. You're just letting life carry you along with no pre-decision from you on how you want that life to look. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.